It's what you believe It's what you got Like it or not Come on, let's give it a shot One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight This is Nine Track Mind with Kent Matthew and Awful Kenzie, coming to you with the best, the latest, the most controversial, and ostentatious topics in the world. Welcome back, everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to us for the last couple of months. If you listened in last week, you got to hear the premiere of my brand new song, The Dream. I gotta say that I'm loving the support. That was our biggest premiere week by far, and I just... I'm lost for words. So thank you so much. I'm, you know, and as far as the song goes, I'm not a musician, but I had a lot of fun making the the song. And the reason I chose to do the song was because the, the theme song that I did for our show, I got a lot of good compliments on it. So I thought it'd be fun to like record the whole thing. And now it is available on YouTube. So if you liked it and you want to hear it again, just search Kent Matthew, the dream. This week, we're going to be discussing Framing Britney Spears, the documentary. I have two special co-hosts here with me, Alicia Valeri and Donovan James. This is a special topic that needs to be addressed. The problems in Britney's life have been overlooked for far too long. So much toxicity in her life. Most of her inner circle cannot be trusted from what the public can see and are not out for her best interest. This is a girl who wants nothing more to live out her dreams and just live a happy life. But the majority of it has been just like one big catastrophe. Starting off from the documentary standpoint, we just see a girl who wants to, you know, be a pop star, live her life, be happy. And that's all that she wanted. And she started working when she was like, eight years old she was on multiple like competition shows i guess yeah like star uh, search yeah star search make i remember the mickey mouse club i remember vividly watching that and like i remember her and ryan gosling and justin timberlake all together oh gosh i i other than like youtube clips i don't remember that so but yeah no she definitely just wanted to be happy and, and sing and like her dad obviously made that very hard for her she um when she first got signed she like rose to fame super quickly do you guys remember that yeah i do like i i don't remember her like because on the documentary they showed clips of like her doing like mall performance and stuff i don't remember her doing that but my earliest memory of her being like a solo singer was when she um opened up for nsync because i was a huge nsync fan like I'm obsessed with them. Um, And I just remember when she like opened up for, for NSYNC. That was like the first time. And she was really young, like what, like 16 or something. I think so. Yeah, I think she was. For me, I think probably watching her on like TRL as like a guest or something or watching like Baby One More Time. Like I just remember like, like just seeing her and be like, oh my God, like, who is this and being like so excited yeah i honestly don't remember i don't have like i have memories but i don't know like my first memory i just remember like loving her music and i know like when i was super young like i bought like all her albums and stuff like that so yeah i remember she was on 
MTV's diary where you got to actually like see a glimpse into her life. And I don't know like how far along she was in her career when they did that, but it was just, you could like see her family and even her relationship to Justin Timberlake. And you saw like Jamie Lynn Spears and everybody and like literally her dad wasn't there, which is like Mm -hmm. insane because now he's such a prominent figure in her life. It just, it doesn't make sense. What do you guys think about like when that one of the interviews were talking and she said that she hadn't met the father, but like one of the first things that she remembers is that when my daughter gets rich, like I want her to buy me a boat. Like, what do you guys think about that? It makes sense. Cause if you think about where she is now, that totally makes sense. Like he clearly just wanted her to be famous for money. Like that is all he saw because they mentioned the documentary, how they grew up really poor and they didn't Mm -hmm. know really how they would make it work for them to even go to like New York and stuff. But I think he was just in it for the money. Which is sad because that's his daughter. Yeah, and I think something that I was thinking of is how, like, her mom was the one that really was trying to make everything work, um, like, taking her to New York, like, taking her to all these places just to make something work out, right? And I I think when I heard that part of the interview, like, I kind of got chills because I was like, ew, like, even then, like, that's all he cared about was cash. And it just made me kind of sick. Me too. I agree. And honestly, like making Lynn do all the work, like why does she have to take Brittany to New York every time? Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that like why they hired um, Fee or Felicia? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. she had to actually go back home to take care of like Jamie Lynn or whatever. Yeah. And and I'm glad that that ended up happening because she was a very good influence on her life. I'm super shocked that she was actually on the documentary. And like you oh, can she tell. She had a lot of tea to spill. She did. And I think she still does. But I just think she wants to respect Britney in that way. You can totally tell that she loves and cares about her. But does she still work for her? Like I don't even know. Or is she still even in her life? I don't think that she said so in the documentary. So we don't even know. The last update that that. I saw was like her doing backstage shit at the circus and femme fatale tours. That was a while ago. I, I went to the circus tour. Yes. Same. Uh, yes. So jealous of you guys. That's the one I did not go to. <laughs> well, well, it's weird. Cause now I feel weird about having seen her for circus and then having seen her twice for her residency, <laughs> like just understanding everything that she was going under at that time and still is like it mm-hmm. it makes me feel weird as a fan because it's like how do you support her but also understanding where this is going towards like where all her cash is going towards right and if you think about her legacy and like like how much money she's made over the years they're reporting that she's only worth 60 million dollars how is that even possible she should be like Mariah Carey is worth like and JLo were like 500 million. She should be up there. Yeah. It makes you like, it just makes me feel like her dad or, you know, and other people who have controlled her in this conservator. I don't even know the word. I can't even say it. Conservatorship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Are they taking this money for themselves? I know she has to pay for all the lawyers, like her lawyers, her dad's lawyers. She has to pay for all that shit. 
That's crazy. I I don't know. It just, it, and I agree with Donovan, like what is our money going towards? You know, she's been around for over 20 years, right? I mean, it's, she had to have made more money than 60 million. Most of her tours have made over a hundred million. So it doesn't make any sense. And that's where artists make mo- most of their money. Right. It doesn't make sense. It's just there is something super shady. I mean, I, I we can all agree with that. But in the early 2000s, like when she was, I mean, even like Baby One More Time, when she, even when she like first started out, what do you guys think about like the media portraying her as like too sexy and not like when she did Oops, I Did It Again, like, oh, you're not that innocent. Like, what do you guys think about that? I think that that's like, I don't even know. I think that's misogyny because. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's no other word for it because just because she's a woman, like she she wasn't even provocative. Like if people dressed like that now, you wouldn't even blink an eye. Well, something that stuck out to me that I never really thought about or noticed was as a child, Mm -hmm. she was asked about boys. And then it's like, (laughs) what would she know about boys? She's, you know, what, 10 years old? Like even from that young age, she was exposed to like just that misogynistic male viewpoint and then once she like really got into it it was awful like people asking her about like her breasts and stuff I remember that too that was such a huge deal people thought that she had got implants in her boobs and like it was like this big story that was like on magazines and all these headlines just about her boobs she like had to go on Saturday Night Live and made make fun of it Mm -hmm. like that's how big it was like a big story and I couldn't understand it. And she literally got asked point blank in interviews about her boobs. <laughs> like I, it was gross. It's gross to even think about now. I and think he- something that that's very similar in nature that they also asked her about was about her virginity, which no one would ever ask that now. And right. just how like much of an in- Vision of privacy that is, and how obsessed the uh, media was about it, and in turn, like the uh, public perception of her of like a slut or like she needs to stay pure because like six year olds are like watching her. And I think there are plenty of men that do the same thing, and we never ask them those types of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, we do, we do, we don't even think about that. No, I totally agree, and I think it also like I give her, I have so much respect for her, and I give her so much credit because she handled those questions with such grace and patience. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of it, like especially the virginity questions, like I know that had a lot of like had to do with like controlling her career and stuff because you know they were telling her to say yes you know what I mean that she was a virgin because she was seen as like this role model and I just feel like they put so much pressure on her at such a young age to just be this person that maybe she wasn't you know what I mean because when you're that age when you're 16 to like 21 it's that's when you're exploring things and like wanting to know like what your sexuality is and you want to drink and smoke pot and like you know what I mean and do these things you're growing up and you're learning who you are and it just was so controlled for her she I felt like she was probably just put into this box that she felt like she couldn't get out of yeah and honestly 
when you say control that just honestly i didn't see it like that much back then because she was pretty outgoing and her interviews were like super like i don't know she was like more alive versus interviews where she's done in the last like five years she's just more reserved and and quiet and just like i don't know it's just it's there's definitely a difference between those things and as far as like talent wise i know that she's been underestimated a lot i i've known for like ever but like people just don't know like she has like a lot of control when it comes to like her career and stuff like that and like most of the general public just don't think so they're like oh she can't sing like she's she doesn't have any talents she can barely dance like and the thing is is like she if she didn't want to do something she didn't do it mm-hmm. and like i think the only album that she really did that like in the early years that she did without like any control is her first album and that's how most artists careers start out at each album like she had more control i know i saw like and they definitely mentioned this on the documentary that in her tours like she had control if she didn't like something she didn't want it in her show that makes me happy because i enjoyed like all of her shows so yeah i feel like to that aspect she definitely had control but maybe who she was to the public eye like her persona was what they controlled which i guess leads me into (laughs) the fate of justin timberlake conversation because Mm -hmm. if you just like look at their careers like side by side, you like he did whatever he wanted when he was solo. He said whatever he wanted. And that was clearly shown on the documentary. You know what I mean? As far as he goes, I know that they're they were like the first young couple to be like in such heavy spotlight given how big she was and how big NSYNC was. Like he wasn't even solo yet when they were right. going out. You have this major boy band guy and this major pop star, biggest pop star in the world. Like how can you not want to know about the relationship? And I, I think that's from like anybody's standpoint, not just the media. Oh, hell yeah. I was like, <laughs> when they first announced that they were like going out because at first it was you know they denied it and I'm sure they had to do that for you know PR reasons but when they finally like stepped out and said hey we're together as like a teenager I was heartbroken (laughs) because I loved Justin I just I remember literally everything from that relationship from like them um you know he was on her diary episode like I mentioned before they um wore those like jean outfits together at the award show he came to like to see her at her crossroads premiere he was like i think he was on that one song on her britney album yeah i love that song i know i do too i just listened to it the other day i mean i was heavily into (laughs) their relationship i was too young to be but yeah like I feel like everybody was, and that's why the media was so, like, harsh on them, just because they were pretty much it. Aside from, like, Brangelina, that's basically what they were. They were Hollywood's it it couple, for sure. And I I don't even remember, to me, I guess, since I was, like, you know, young, it seemed like they were together for way longer than they were. I think it was only, like, a year or two. No, I think it might have been a little bit longer than that. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was two years. I don't know. But it just seemed so much longer. And maybe it was because their relationship was so 
just publicized and everything that they did was like big you know what i mean so what do you guys think about their breakup like i personally i hate everything that he did like when he first started his career because most people don't know like people think that cry me a river is justin's debut single it's not Mm -hmm. he has a song called like i love you which i love that's actually one of the songs that I do love from him and I will play from time to time but as and that song did not do well at all and then he I think he was like in panic mode like oh my god this is not going well for me so I need to blow it up big and then they break up and he puts out cry me a river and then he does this video where he like imitates her and saying that she's cheating on him and all this stuff and I just think that he used her to his advantage to start his solo career yeah i think he definitely took advantage of her i think britney had said that he had called her and told her that that he was gonna do something about the relationship but didn't specify and then when she saw it of course i can only like um imagine her shock and probably like super pissed and sad like i would be the same and i i think uh maybe maybe we'll get there eventually but i don't think we can have the conversation about like how his misogyny took a hold of britney's career and try to derail that um without talking about him and janet jackson as well when they performed at the super bowl yeah and mm-hmm. as y'all know he like grabbed her breast and exposed her and how her career took a hit for years and years and yep. he and how he just basically left her hanging. I think that he's always just done that. Um and that's been excused because he's a guy. <laughs> and <laughs> I think he apologized today, right? Yeah. Yep. Which like I just have I have a lot to say on this subject. Mm. The apology, while nice, I just felt like was a little contrived and forced. In the beginning, he's like, "Oh, I, you know, I see what you're all saying." Well, it's like, what if they weren't? Like, you wouldn't have mm. said shit, right? <laughs> you know. And I just, for me personally, I was totally duped by Justin Timberlake as an adult now, and as a female. And I'm like, and I actually understand more and I'm more educated than I was when I was a teenager. I do see how misogynistic he was because I followed his career from the beginning till probably his last tour. I went to his last tour and I knew then like that he was a jerk and stuff, but I was like, I still like his music. I'm going to support him. And honestly, like literally one of the best shows, if not the best show I've ever been to, Mm. but that doesn't take away from the fact that he's an asshole <laughs> i mean point blank he is and as a fan of his or, or maybe was a fan now it's it kind of hurts and to see like what he did to britney now as an adult with new eyes like it's awful <laughs> he totally manipulated what they went through and used her pain to further his career and it, it's awful because, yes, like we all know, okay, she cheated with Wade Robson, who was their um, uh, sinks and her choreographer. But nobody talks about the many times that he cheated on her. That's a known fact. It's also a known fact that he cheats on his wife, his current wife now. Yep. You know what's really? funny? 
my god! Oh yeah, yeah. when she was pregnant and everything. Yep, it's been in the tabloids, dude. Donovan knows this, but I don't think you know this. I don't think that I, I, I never talk about it because I can't stand her now because she's changed so much. I, Jessica Biel used to be like my favorite actress. Like I <laughs> really? love her so much. Yes, I had the biggest fucking crush on her ever. She's like Obsessed. my favorite person ever. Was an understatement. <laughs> that I think that Jessica Beale just turns a blind blind eye to it. She I just I can't stand her anymore. Like I every time I see her, I just feel disgusted that I ever liked her. Yeah. I just think that she she's like putting all women to shame. Oh yeah, and I I understand, okay. Men cheat, it it is what it is. If she wants to turn a blind eye to it, great. That's their business, their relationship, you know, if it works for them. Wonderful. But the fact that he literally used her pain as a catalyst for his own career is fucked up. And when I was younger, I didn't realize that. I was just like, oh my God, Britney Spears, you know, cheated on Justin. And now he's this sad, lonely man and I need to go save him. You know, yeah, right. Cry me a river. <laughs> yeah. <right>. And <laughs> like, and not only that, like with um, Diane Sawyer, like he even, he was so smug in that interview when she asked about Britney and stuff. During her interview, it mm-hmm. was terrible. It was like she was on trial for something and it's like, oh my God, she's literally was in tears. It's like, is this like entertainment? Right. And honestly, the one thing that I do like that Justin said in his apology today was about how the music industry and the uh, just I get the entertainment industry period, is designed to help white cis men succeed. It is misogynistic and it is run by white cis men. It also doesn't talk about maybe also the females who help these white cis men get to where they need to be, but like it is. And it worked for Justin. It worked so well for him. He has so many fans. Like, I don't know. It just blows my mind. And the fact that like he put this apology out for Britney, so many people are going to praise him for it. And like, I already read the comments. They already are starting and it's just going to blow more smoke up his ass. I liked the comment. That's all he's getting from me. (laughs) <laughs> Kevin Federline. Oh so I don't even remember like when they got together, to be honest. All I remember is like them breaking up. Mm-hmm. So like what do you guys remember? Because I don't remember much. All I've all I like saw was like they were pretty happy, of course. And then like they had their little documentary or, or whatever on, on TV. A show. Yes, that crazy Britney Kevin show. Chaotic. Oh. Yes, chaotic. Yes. This is so, honestly, like I followed Britney's career up until after she had her kids. So I for sure watched that show. And like, you can totally tell that like Kevin made her a different person. It's either she, either he made her a different person or she finally was like breaking out of her shell because they literally filmed that show like on their own camcorders and stuff. And she would get like high and just talk shit. And like, they would constantly be all over each other and talking about sex and like all this stuff that I didn't know Britney was, could be like. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. It was so wild because, I mean, I don't even remember how old I was. I must have still been, like, pretty young, but I was like, oh, my God, like, it seemed like she was a different person. 
Mm -hmm. And she was so open with her relationship with Kevin. And I feel like it just went really fast because like, so after Justin Timberlake, she had like weird failed relationships. Like remember she got married (laughs) in in Vegas and like Kevin was the first that I can remember the first like relationship that she like long-term that she had after Justin. Yeah. And like, everybody was all over that like the paparazzi and stuff like that like she had photos selling for like a million dollars that's insane yeah like Mm -hmm. that's a lot of money just for one photo Brittany. and i don't know like if you guys feel the same way but he always seemed skeezy to me honestly i like i said i don't remember the relationship until like the end but like yeah even till this day he seems like a pig yeah it was in it and i feel like a lot of people could feel that from him and i don't maybe he did have her best interest i don't know like he just did not seem part of me feels like he actually did care about her because at this point like he's still not trying to like get money from her or like put her in a bad spot like other people are i feel like that's only due to the kids getting older and them being more of aware of what's going on Hmm. that's very true she and she did have kids with him very quickly yeah and after like the second kid she was like done like right away and i'm like oh yeah and then they they're like everything was just really quick with that their marriage and their divorce and she dyed her hair brown i remember or back to brown (laughs) i guess that's her real hair color i don't know Um, well yeah because that was like i think I don't remember. Do you guys remember like when she like got caught in the car with the kid or whatever? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that might have been before. But like she was just. They said that that she was just trying to get away from paparazzi, and I'm just like, well, I probably would have done the same thing to just get the hell out of there. All of it seems to blend together, like because 2007 was crazy. I think it all blends together because so much shit happened, and it just like one after another after another like she was never left alone after that divorce and after she had children like it just got so much bigger and I think it was like the first time because we were we're entering you know like so like social media age you know like because Facebook came out in 2000 what five six or something something like that and we're like heavily like we're really starting to get into social media age and so I think I think for Britney it was just wrong place wrong time like she paid the dues for everybody yeah and like when she when she like shaved her head or and stuff like that like for me I feel like she that's her like trying to like speak to everybody to just like leave me alone and like she's taking back control of her life what do you guys think about that yeah I think uh, something that stood out to me, uh, she was walking out of the gas station restroom and the whole gas station was full of paparazzi. And I was just like, I could not imagine that, like, for every single day of my existence, like, being followed and asked question after question. And I can't even get in the car. Like, I can't even move it. Like, exactly. It was crazy and i think that's when people also started to label her like a bad mom right and uh they started questioning her sanity i think the documentary did a good job of bringing it up too like was it even a mental health thing or oh yeah they had a frenzy when during the like umbrella incident Yeah. Honestly, this was mentioned and it was very brief and I wish they talked about it more, but I think that she went through postpartum depression. Mm. And I think that was something that maybe she didn't know or just we 
weren't educated as much as the time. Like it wasn't really talked about as much. Just mental health period wasn't talked about at all back then like it is now. But even today, I feel like postpartum depression isn't talked about as much as like, you know, general anxiety and depression. Correct. I definitely agree. Yeah. Part of me feels like that's what she went through. And to do that on such like a grand scale and for the world to see and watch you. I couldn't even imagine, like I personally, I I have anxiety and depression. I couldn't imagine having to be on film every day or like have my pictures taken every day or followed or like coming out of the freaking bathroom or gas station and having cameras in my face. Like that in itself can be depressing and cause anxiety, you know? So she probably went through a lot mentally. I mean, obviously she did if she was went to the you know 5150 unfortunately yeah. and went to the hospital twice. It's it's yeah. really really sad. When she was like locked in the bathroom, like I was reading a bunch of stuff like a couple of years ago saying that she was just trying to like protect her kids and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like I could totally understand that. So I don't like I don't get like why she was taken to the hospital and stuff. And that guy that she was with like in 2008, Sam Lutfi or whatever, like yeah. I, I honestly don't remember too much, but like I've read a lot over the last couple of years and I just, I don't know like what's true and what's not. Like he's very active on Twitter nowadays saying like, oh, like he's always had her best interests at heart and stuff like that. Yet he was accused of like drugging her and trying to take over mm-hmm. her like life and stuff like that. And her family had a restraining order against him but like i i honestly don't even know what to believe because it all happened so fast i agree i don't really know much about him either but i feel like she was just so lost and in a place where she didn't know who to trust because i i vaguely remember like her cousin Allie ending up like talking to the media about her and like she got fired because she just wasn't um don't quote me on this i i think this is what happened she just did something that was not trustworthy and I think Brittany let her go as like her assistant and I think that I just feel like she was so lost and just looking for companionship and didn't know what to do and I'm sure Sam came in and said the right things and probably gaslit her and probably made her believe that she needed him in some way right gave her manipulation right exactly and you know it's I don't know it's hard I think she suffered from major mental illness back then As far as the conservatorship goes, what do you guys think about the actual conservatorship being made permanent in like late 2008? Like, I know she said that she like wanted to do it because like of her kids, she just wanted to be able to see them. I think that's the reason why that she why she did that. So I think it's weird that she was even put under a conservatorship because I... I looked it up and I believe it's usually used for people that have like Alzheimer's or like people that cannot fully take care of themselves. Yeah. And yeah yet and still as soon as it happened that was like when she put out circus she put out four albums she was on a bunch of tv shows she was an x-factor judge she did three world tours and a four-year record-breaking las vegas residency she did all that and yet she's incapable to handle her life right yeah i just looked up the definition of conservatorship and it says it's a legal concept in the united states a guardian or protector is appointed by a judge 
to manage the financial affairs and or daily life of another due to physical or mental limitations or old age. A person under conservatorship is considered a conservatee, which is a term that can refer to an adult. So it's like, yes, she did have mental health issues, but like my first thought would be (laughs) maybe she needs therapy or to go to rehab or something not have her affairs taken over it was just so drastic like everything all just Mm -hmm. happened like at once that's probably why that old bastard went for the jugular and i feel like he came out jamie came out of nowhere yeah like he i feel like he hadn't been in her life up until this point and he just came out of nowhere and it makes me feel like maybe he was just waiting in the wing to do this so he could control her money i could totally see that so let's go ahead and dive into the free Britney movement. I know like over the last couple of years, her Instagram has been like pretty like weird and stuff. And like, I know that she's people say that, I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies or whatever. And people say that there's like a lot of hidden messages or whatever. And when that, uh, Britney's Graham, like did that one podcast i listened to that and i was like crying because it's like it it just made me like think about the whole situation and how sad it you know everything was like it had been like i think 11 10 or 11 years at that point this was only like a couple of years ago and i was just thinking like if she's like so unfit to make all of this decisions why has she been working to the bone Mm -hmm. for the last 10 11 years like what a person with dementia cannot do all of this work right so like like a 5150 is pretty serious it's usually when someone sort of goes crazy i guess trigger warning it's either like when somebody commits or not commits but threatens suicide or literally just goes insane like doesn't know where they are sort of just hallucinates and you know kind of they are crazy but i don't think that warrants for conservatorship (laughs) especially since she had been doing working herself like you said to the bone up until this point and then she like went through all of this shit with the media with all of the paparazzi following her not leaving her alone with her losing her kids with a divorce like that would drive anybody insane or to the point of insanity or to the point of you know i'm not speculating saying she was you know threatening to take her life or whatever but that would drive anybody to the brink of that you know what and i mean add, add biggest pop star in the world to the mix and right she had go. so much pressure on her there was so much going on it was like you know there, she was bound to explode at some point yeah I and that it, i don't think that it deserved her dad coming in there and taking control of her whole life there were other options when when she was gonna do her like second residency Mm -hmm. i uh i i watched that that announcement live and i'm like i was expecting her to like at least like make a speech or something like that i didn't like when i saw in the documentary that she was supposed to perform i didn't know that until i watched that and i'm like oh okay but she basically just said fuck you like (laughs) why did she i guess i don't i I didn't watch that or anything. I vaguely remember it happening. But why did she walk off? I think she was just, she like, was just tired of everything. Like, I honestly, I don't think that she wanted to do that second residency, to be honest. Like, she, in her rehearsal video, she looked like she was having fun. But like, I just don't think that she wanted her dad to control 
like her life anymore. And then like all of that was speculating. And then she goes off the grid by saying I'm canceling it. And my dad's having health issues. And then she disappears for three months. And everybody was saying that she was in a mental, she checked herself into a mental, mental institution. And that was that, like there was some cryptic posts and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, that's when like people really started paying attention because it just didn't add up, you know? I feel like she should have went to a mental health institution, period, like to begin with after she was in the hospital for the second time. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like she would have been better off like had she done that because then she probably wouldn't be in the conservatorship. But I feel like her dad just like even before the conservatorship, like when he came in, like as soon as he like started to get in there and file it and stuff, like he was just trying to make all the decisions from the start. Yeah, I guess I just... It's just so mind blowing that he was able to just go in there and say, this is what I'm doing. Like, like who appointed him that person and where was her mom? Like, yeah, her mom. That's a big question mark. Yeah. And her mom seems to want the best for her. You know what I mean? Like, unlike Jamie. (laughs) Um, So it just, none of it, none of it really adds up to me at all. Like they didn't even give her an option to go get mental health help. Over the last year, she's been saying she's been very vocal about wanting him out. And like, they ended up getting like that bank to handle her trust as well. And she's been refusing to work. Cause I know like her label wants her to put out an album so bad. Like they've been putting out unreleased stuff, which is great for us. Cause we get, you know, content at least, but like, she's like refusing to do anything which is great like i admire that i would do the same screw that if you can't you know if if i'm controlled then i'm just not gonna do anything so this documentary has really helped educate people who didn't understand it and it's gotten more eyes on the situation more celebrities have spoken out about it and more people are rallying together to help our girl get out of this conservatorship and as far as the most recent court update goes uh, the judge has overruled all of jamie's objections and now the bank who's a part of the trust in handling her money they now have equal power jamie does not have sole power over anything anymore so that's a great step this stuff does take a while so we just need to do everything we can to get her out. People really don't get out of conservatorships. And if they do, it's not easy. So it's really no wonder that it's taking this long. Um, but I, I fully believe that it will happen one day, um, especially because of all this free Britney movements. And now like other celebrities are getting involved. And I think that the documentary really has pushed things forward. So when she does get out of this, I think um, she'll probably be like the first person to ever get out of one, maybe. Um, And I think it'll be legendary for sure. And I really think that she'll have a lot to say. And I hope she does tell her story because she deserves that. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I think we should all stand together and just be there for Brittany like she has been for everybody else. Yes. If you guys have anything to say about Brittany or want to chime in at all, if you have any questions for us, we'll be happy to answer them for you. You can also email us at 9TrackMindShow. You can also reach us on Instagram at 9TrackMindShow and on Twitter at NTMShow. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Have a great week. It's 9TrackMind.